And we're back to Hexgrid Heroes. When last we left the heroes, they had joined the Starfinder Society and they were sent off on their first mission to meet a captain of the starship on the morrow named Tetsuko Motoyashi. There they were given the task of loading up the cargo bay with some supply crates. They were going to do a delivery run. Uh, due to exhaustion from drift travel for six days straight, they were a little enfeebled and uh, damaged some of the crates. Ayu, human technomancer, and Roshan, human solarian, were in the cargo bay when one of the sh one of the crates cracked open and they fought a zombie. They held it off, they got the message to the rest of the party, and a battle ensued in the cargo bay with everyone. Blows were dealt, spears were thrown, spells were cast, and when we last ended the episode, Orin was facing the last remaining Isoki, rat folk, zombie, and it had pulled a grenade out of its mouth. Now, Orin, I'm going to need you to roll a reflex save after you answer me this little question. Yes. What is your favorite fictional weapon? Favorite fictional weapon? Sci-fi, horror, fantasy? I would have to say Freddy's Glove. Freddy's Glove? Okay. Johnny, what is yours? I'm going to go with uh, Personas from Persona. I don't know what a Persona is. Persona is a weapon? I thought Persona was your avatar. Personas are... It's kind of different in every game, but at least in Persona 5, they are kind of like your inner self that you hide away from the world. So, like, if there's a theory that the game's based off of, mm -hmm. it's like everybody wears a mask. Um, but who you are really is not projected to people. People don't really know the real you. So it's just a cool little thing, and they, they can fight for you. And okay. It's, it's a, I think it's a really cool weapon. I've heard nothing but good things about that game, and I've been meaning to get it. Actually, it almost sounds like uh, Ready, Ready Player One. Um, actually, um, the new edition of that game, it's like the bonus edition is coming out in October. Mm. It's going to have new characters. It's going to have some slight changes in the story. So okay. highly recommend if you guys haven't played Persona 5 or if you have, to check that out in October. And the makers of Persona, if you'd like to donate to nope. them. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what is your favorite fictional weapon? Um, it's not really classified as a weapon, but I'd have to say the sonic screwdriver from Doctor Who. Cool. Jan. What is your favorite fictional weapon? Mind control. From what? Just in general? Professor X. Okay, cool. That's good. The X-Men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the other Professor X. Malcolm X. What <laughs> professor? <laughs> <laughs> My number two would be weather. Like weather. storm. Okay. Storm. Good. Those, are, those, those would be like uh, a month ago when we recorded this and it was so bloody hot we had a clicking fan on. It would have been nice if you had that yeah. power then, yeah. so... Good job, everyone. Uh, everyone take 50 experience points. That Are only I monitor. No. Yes, I mean, there, there will be experience, and these kind of things do play into it. <laughs> Who's lying? We play the game, and the experience doesn't matter. It does. I'm actually keeping track of that. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, <laughs> since you brought it up, uh, yeah, I'm going to draw this out. No, even better. Um, while editing these episodes, I keep track of how many uh, skill check successes you each do. So, Do you keep track of how many times Orin is missed? <laughs> I don't, but listeners, if you want to keep a running tally of how many times Orin misses, 
with his uh, plasma rifle. Or if you don't want to spend the time, how many times he makes, he actually hits. I think it's zero right now. Yep. Uh, and we do these two episodes per session. Shade. So last session we met, Ayu, you had eight check successes. Mm. Roshan, you had five. Guy, you had six. Oren, you had five. I won. We're bottom of the totem pole. Ayu won. Not that you get anything for winning. All of that goes towards how much experience points you gain because I'm not just going to randomly say, hey, you've now leveled up. I kind of want to keep track of how you're doing. Am I? Wait, did you? I feel like I just so like, misheard that, all the numbers many you just said. Hits we made? No, I no, no. Eight. Check oh. successes. When five. I say perception check and you have what he said for you. If you notice something, I thought you said five for that's you. That's a check. So no, I have oh. eight. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're, you just gave us 50 experience points for sure, answering the sure. question. Sure, sure. I think that Oren, yes. Oren had eight. You don't have to do the record keeping. Uh, in the first session, <laughs> I joked that you guys would have to make mission reports. That was also a joke. <clears throat> Unless you guys want to earn more XP, then if you type me up a mission report, I'll give you 100 XP. Uh, you can go fuck yourself. Okay, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, you guys are well on your way to second level. You guys have been uh, passing success, uh, succeeding at skill checks. You guys have been role-playing very well. Your characterization has been uh, remarked that you guys play together well. Uh, Oren, I asked you for a reflex check. You sure did. In just a moment. While the Starfinder Society is known across the star system and are well-respected with the more respectable corners of society, they are not actually in charge of anything to do with how the Pact World's Alliance is run. Neither are they a security force charged with upholding the laws of the Pact Council, the overruling government of the system. That honor is bestowed upon the Stewards, a military organization with centuries-long origins monitoring the Ring of Nations on the title-locked world of Verses. After the formation of the Absalom Pact and seeing a higher calling, the stewards took up the charge of safeguarding the life and liberty of all Pact World systems by setting up shop in the Eye of Absalom Station. Bastion, as it is called, is a fortress that houses the ruling body of these stewards, and it's where recruits are trained and given tasks monitoring Absalom Station and are sent out. So they are the space police. The Starfinder Society is a group of adventurers that set out to explore and uncover mysteries. While you guys run into combat and some of you can start out as mercenaries, you aren't called upon in that capacity. And it is here in Bastion that we start. On a panel in a room full of panels, a red light is blinking and it continues to blink. Above this reads a panel, Lorespire Complex, Docking Bay 4. After a few moments of blinking, a gloved hand presses a button under the light with a sigh. Starfinders can't bloody well wait long enough to get into open space before playing with their guns. I have half a mind to report this to Directory Vosco. It's not worth it, though. Nothing ever sticks with those people. And we flash back to our Hexgrid heroes mid-battle. The entrails of a decomposing Isoki are sliding down the length of Roshan's spear, his crackling blue solar armor illuminating this side of the cargo bay of On the Morrow. Gaia standing beside that undead corpse has looked over after I has looked over after Ayu having fired a shot at another Isoki that was in combat with Orin. When last we left that Isoki had pulled a grenade from its rotting mouth, now staring blankly at an angry Orin. Unable to think past the instinct level, it just stands there, drooling. An indicator light on the grenade glows bright. Orin, please roll your reflex save. After Just kidding, you're good. <laughs> 
I was going to have to hurt you. <laughs> What'd you get on your reflex save for it? 18. Okay. You will take half damage from this. You take three points of damage as this grenade goes off in this rotten rat folk hand. So, did he kamikaze himself? He took three points of damage. What, how... You're talking about the, the Isoki. Yes, the Isoki is gone. Okay. Yeah, the Isoki is uh, is bloody goo. It was already it was barely being held together. It had been in those crates a while. The explosion of that. Let me walk that back a bit. Uh, Orin, with that reflex save, you're able to grab a hold of the guardrail and leap over to the cargo bay cargo bay floor. So you only took half damage. Your reflexes are really quick. You're trained for this sort of thing. So you take three points of damage as this thing just becomes a potato in a microwave. Just gore splatters all over the uh, the wall surrounding where he was. You get some on you, but you get a few shards of shrapnel into your side. Ah, oh, shit. Fucking zombies. Ah, you just inches away from the blast as this grenade goes off. The blast radius of these things is 15 feet, and I you, without knowing, you were 20 feet away. So I, I guess from the explosion, mm -hmm. I would kind of just like hunker down and try to protect myself. So um, so yeah, you react, you see this uh, explosion of zombie rat folk, and you hear and see Orin just thud under the cargo hold floor in front of you. You go unscathed, the, the, the area clears, and you just see bits of Isoki. And it was a superhero landing, by the way. <clears throat> was it a superhero yes. landing? What was your reflex score? 18. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, now, Gaia's turn. Battle is over. You just saw Orin leap over, having get that explosion. You guys are now out of combat. I'm going to still retain this so you can have your reaction to what just happened. Well, I have no idea. Your, your friend, your friend, just avoided being blown to smithereens. You okay? Yeah, at least it wasn't a big bada boom. <laughs> a reference to something? Fifth element. Can I do something? Yes, please. Yeah, you're <laughs> out, you're out of combat. I just wanted to give Gaia a chance to uh, react to her dear friend and. I want to fuck around with Orin a little bit. Please do. I would like to cast. Um, what's it called? Ghost sounds. Okay. And I want to, like behind him, I want to make a sound of a. Soaky, the zombie. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, yeah. Um, do I have a will save on there? It says ghost sounds 25 feet sound of 20 people. It doesn't really go. My fucking weapons are still up on the balcony. Warren, <laughs> <laughs> no, give long, me a will save. No, my uh, sniper rifle is. <laughs> that 20 biatch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Orin, you hear the sounds of an Isoki zombie crawling back towards you. You look back, but you clearly see that there's no other zombie. You see that the face of this zombie splattered ten feet up on the cargo bay floor, and you kind of how do you how what does your magic look like? Are you when you cast your magic? Do you do you do like little Doctor Strange hand movements, or is it a point? Is it mental? Oh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I put a lot of thought into this. Um, I guess I'll do like a little hand thing, like, oh, the robots you're looking <laughs> okay. for, kind of thing. Okay, so, uh, 
that nat 20, you... Oh, uh, droids, droids. Yeah. Oh, I got exposed. <laughs> you, uh, Orin, with that nat 20, you definitely saw Ayu wave his hand in the air, but you, you, you did look back, but then you see him... Oh, you funny little fucker, aren't you? I was just bored. I just <laughs> wanted to see your reaction. <laughs> oh, you'll see more, more of my reactions later on. This is just a warm-up. Yes. Don't even almost, start it. You almost got exploded, but yes, good job. <laughs> Roshan's gonna take his Bill's spear character. and just like wipe the gore off of it, and mm -hmm. shrink it down. Okay. Do you disengage your solar armor? Yeah, it okay. just resumes its little. You know, I, I imagine it kind of orbits around. It does. It absolutely does. Cool. And resumes uh, its orbit. Sky blue, cloud blue. Uh, storm blue. Storm blue. That's what we called it. Okay. Cool. So. There's you doing that. Uh, Gaia? I think I only had out my claw. Mm -hmm. So I just put it away. Okay. I throw, I put my pistol, my hand cannon back and just kind of reach up and grab my sniper rifle and okay. throw it around my okay. sling it again. Cool. All right. Uh, the captain of the ship, Tetsuko, has uh, stood guard by the door to the bridge and he steps up. He is furious. All right, so I got to make a call to the stewards. Got to call this in. You guys just sit tight, and when they get here, just just be cool. Something fishy is going on here. We need to figure out what's going on. I'm going to go through the records and start figuring out where the hell these things came from and where they were headed. And he walks into the bridge to the console and uh, makes contact, and you hear some garbled uh, call signs to the stewards of Absalom Station. Walks right back out. Okay, they'll be here in a few minutes. Go ahead and stow your gear in one of the get in the crew quarters and patch yourselves up if needed. Hey, big guy, do you need medical attention? No, I'll be all right. Okay, and now I'm going to teach you all the mechanic of the Starfinder equivalent of rest. A few of us have a little more experience with uh, 5e, so in 5e you take a short rest and you take you get some abilities back, you take some health points back. In Starfinder, it's a it's a set thing. In that 10 minutes, in 10 minute in intervals, you can use one of your resolve points. And uh, I'm going to go around. Ayu, how many resolve points do you have? Where does that? Does it say resolve? RP, I think it'll say. Or RES. RESPCC. Okay, you have three. Orin? I have two RESPCs. Gaia? Four. Okay, and Roshan? Uh, you said max RES? Mm -hmm. 11. Oh. Maybe you have... I think that's wrong. That's in the wrong it's order. The, wrong. You have two... Yeah, the, the sheet that I copied off of has them in a different order. So okay. you have two. Can I have so, a pen? Just have one, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. So in this break, this 10-minute break, you can choose to spend one resolve point to regain all of your stamina. And uh, it doesn't affect two. your... Sorry? I was, I was just... I never actually answered. I have two. Yeah. Uh, you're fine. In this t 10 minute break of you guys kind of just catching your breath, you can choose to spend a resolve point on your character sheet to regain all of your stamina back. Uh, word of caution right now, maybe not so important, but when we start getting into the thick of true danger, you're going to want to keep a resolve point or two handy, and you guys get them as you level up. So you can spend to use them. How much damage did you all take? Did, does anyone need to spend it? I don't know. I, I need don't to know. It's on my scratch paper. I, I definitely okay. lost some stamina, okay. not health. Okay. 
I, I did didn't lose any. Yeah, okay. I did. I'm pretty sure. I know you took. I knew you took some damage, but yeah, I don't so you think you got scratched. Yeah, but I don't think. That'll probably be on that paper. I'm pretty sure you took damage too. I feel like I took stamina damage. Not yes, damage. you did. You took a couple stamina damage. You would get uh, these rest points back. Yes, after a long rest, a long after rest, an eight yeah, hours yeah. rest of sleep, your resolve comes back. Uh, spellcasters, you'll get your ability, your spells restored. So yeah, so you're not hurt too much. This was just kind of a, a, a test combat. I wanted to give you guys that chance to have some combat in the earlier episode. So you can choose to use it now. You're pretty well safe unless some more crates start busting open and zombies come pouring out. I'm just going to throw IU at them, so... <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So at, as my character, Gaia, I would be like, now, what was the purpose in this? Where, where are these going? Because... Mm -hmm. Obviously, somebody was mm -hmm. trying to send a message. Uh, that was a very good question, Gaia. Yes, Tetsuko right now is going over his data pad, going over the manifest of the ships, trying to figure out where it goes. He's more of a transport captain. He doesn't necessarily know or care what everyone is doing with their stuff. He's just A to B. I, I get that, mm -hmm. and but if we wouldn't have been here, he'd be dead. Absolutely. And, uh, and he's... Yeah, hang on to this and just in case. Do you want to approach Tetsuko? Want to talk to him? Yeah. Sure. Um, before they talk, I'm just going to use a resolve point to get my stamina back. Sure. Yep. And that's it. Okay. Uh, orange. I I only lost three stamina, so I'm good. That was the only damage you took. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was ranged. Wow, you don't do damage or really take damage. <laughs> get those back after a long rest. After a long rest, yeah, your resolve will all return, and as you level up. Cool. I'm just going to use it then. I feel oh. like there's no reason not to use it at this sure. point. And thank you. I yell, is you Tetsuko. In the hold, or is he still oh, up here? I'll take one of those and give uh, it to He is standing uh, by the door by the bridge. I just didn't put a mini out, but yeah, he no. is he is scrolling through his data pad, uh, going through all the different shipping containers and okay. trying to cross reference. It's going to take and a little bit to find this. I kind of yell over to him, "Hey, Tosuko, thank you. Thanks to me, your ship has character now. You're welcome." He looks up, looks over at the gore. <sighs> Any of you take care of that? I'm not a maid. I'm kind of busy here. You, A couple of you blasted holes into my ship. I need to check those out, too. Well, your cargo had things trying to kill us. Yes. I wonder how they busted open. How I were they missing? I thought the Starfinder was official. This is a joke. It's a side gig, bud. I do these, I get paid, and I help out Radizan when I can. I hear excuses, and that's it. So. Well, if we weren't have been here, you'd be dead. So, we should be getting a thank you? Money? <laughs> he, did you actually say that? Good. I just want to make sure. I agree with Guy and Elf Boy over here. He's not an elf. Oh, shit. <laughs> Do that, not that, call me an elf. <laughs> that human over there. I can't stand those bastards. Tetsuko. Oh, excuse me. The, <laughs> no offense. The data pad. The data pad kind of, he, he drops his hand, looks up at you. You're right. You, you saved my skin and you more or less protected my ship. I do owe you. I don't, I don't get paid until I make this delivery, though, so I don't have a whole lot of credits on me. If you're going where I'm going, so, you know, just stick around, have my back. I'll make it up to you. You guys are, you guys are all right. You... You're a lot cooler than the other Starfinders that I've had to deal with. Radizan has a has a knack for attracting the 
the, the crazy. No offense. I do have a question for you, though, Tat. Yes. yes. If you were supposed to deliver these and they're all dead now, what do you have to deliver? Goo. <laughs> Not all the crates were open, just a couple. Yeah. Well, uh, I know the two yes, that those had. Two, yes, those two were the bus- characters in yes. these. Those. Well. Legally speaking, you're not supposed to be transporting bodies in such containers, so whoever these belong to, when we get to where these belong to, they're going to have some questions to answer. Ooh, can I kill them? Can I beat them? I, I, I don't know. How about we just play it by ear? We're just... <laughs> I'm just a delivery man, dude. I didn't know that there were zombies in my cargo hold. That's I thought I was just transporting material. That's fine. We could beat the credits out of them. We're getting paid. He's, he smiles at this. I like getting paid. And he's, he's tapping and he's tapping and he's going through. Um, after a few moments, the calm of the ship dings and a, and a voice breaks over. Attention freighter on the morrow. This is Commander Grips Mergen of the stewards. You and your crew are instructed to open the cargo bay and present yourselves unarmed and in plain view for inspection. Inspection? Who the hell does this guy think he is? Tetsuko, like, it's the stewards, man. You know what the stewards are? We're new to this Starfinders thing. Yeah, I know nothing of this. Talk to me like I'm some damn private. What the hell's his problem? Well, they're the the, the police force of the packed worlds. They kind of, they literally are our superiors. They're just here. They got, they must have got. We'll see about that. I don't do well with superiors. Okay, then just stand next to me. Keep your mouth shut. They're going to inspect it. They're going to ask me a couple unfortunate. They're going to ask me a couple uncomfortable questions. I'm going to tell them it's Starfinder business, and we'll get the hell out of here. He says unarmed, and we all have weapons. <laughs> well, just throw them to. Well, just throw them to the deck there, and just have your hands out in the open. Don't. No funny business. I kind of take mine and. Slide them up on the rafter above me to where I could still reach them. On the rafter? Or the the, the walk. Oh, you're still, so you're still standing yeah, over I'm still by kind of the standing Okay, over yeah, there, yeah, so yeah, you can I'm going to come over there. where he is because I knew he was over sure. here by the door. And so, I just, okay, hold up. Guy, you're walking over to the bridge door? Yes. Okay, then that's where Tetsuko's standing. I'm just, yeah. Now, yeah. can I, uh, I can't even see the word. Can I just put my weapons away? Sure. Or do I have to, like, drop them? As long as you're not because I have my dueling them. sword. Yeah, yeah. You're, as long as you're not, yeah. Pistol. Yeah, as long as you're not brandishing them, you'll be fine. I'll just put them away. Yeah, then. Tetsuka's just, just, yeah. you know, hands up. You know, don't look so damn threatening. And he's looking at Orin. <laughs> Fuck! I guess I can't cross I my arms. Then. I don't want to make anybody uneasy or anything. <laughs> and hey, Tetsuka, when we're done here, we can just scrape all the goo back up into the cargo. Crates and well, I saw two of you casting spells. Can any of you like wave your hand and clean it up? Not Mary fucking Poppins. And <laughs> 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 he just, just hangs his head. Fair enough. He goes no over. A spoonful of sugar will help this. <laughs> <laughs> so Tetsuko just despondently walks over to the door of the bridge, slaps a control panel in the cargo bay that uh, you guys had, were loading up the things whooshes down. Marching up the ramp, clad in identical violet armor, emblazoned emblazoned with a sigil of a shield with three stars on it, flanking 
a set of wings. Scanners out, they immediately start going over every inch of the cargo bay, ignoring all of you. They're just going about their business, just things in hand. I don't. Can I be a smartass? They are. They aren't even near you right now. But if if you want to call well, out, how you likes to make scenes? Sure. He's gonna start like bowing to them. We're not worthy. Over and over again. So this is sarcastic. You are. Wayne's World reference, but yes. I, I know what the reference is. <laughs> Since I'm making movie references every episode, I have to fill a quota. I I appreciate that you put forth that effort. So they're going around, they are scanning, some of them will look over at you, go back to their things. A beat after all of them are scanning all around, stomping up behind them in a similar armor, but draped in a calf-length cape is a severe Vesk man with, with, uh, with uh, golden scales, um, Spines along the top of their head and a deadly looking rifle slung across his back. Referring to a data pad, <clears throat> I am Commander Mergen. Would Captain, looks back into the data pad, Tetsuko Motoyashi please step forward with the ship registration and cargo manifest? Tetsuko steps forward to handle the data pad. Here you are, Commander, Tetsuko Motoyashi. I've taken the liberty of going over what was busted open. And it shows here that these crates were marked for delivery to Octurn, but Commander, I had no idea that these had zombies in them. I'm a fair, I'm a clean, I almost said smooth operator. Smooth operator. <laughs> I'm an upstanding pilot that works for Radazam, a faction leader of the Starfinder Society. This is this should be all on the up and up. I'm I'm trying to track down exactly who it is, but we were due for to leave for Octurn this afternoon. So uh, the commander is going to uh, look over the data pad, scrolls through, sees that it is indeed set to go to Octurn. Starfinders, huh? All right. Get the hell out of my area. Get out of this hangar bay. Figure this out. I'll be reporting these actions to my supervisor. And uh, do you say that? Yes. Just... Out of curiosity, and this can be deleted. Sure. Was the music still playing? Oh, it'll still be playing. Yes. Tetsuko has has been kind of frazzled by all this. He's got pockmarks in his ship. He's got decomposing goo. goo sliding down his cargo bay, and then now he has the stewards going through every square inch of his ship, going into the guest cor- the crew quarters, opening doors, not opening anything. They're just looking for more signs of undead. Okay. Listening they, to this nice soundtrack going off. Yes, while yes. Looking. Yep. Okay. What do do they say anything about the music? They don't care. Mm, they're <laughs> assholes. <laughs> and uh, real quick, since uh, before we, I'm going to uh, I'm going to get to you, Orm, but just a second, I just want to show you guys what the armor of the stewards looks like. Fancy. This violet blue. Some mm-hmm. of them wearing capes. Most of them wearing helmets. They're just going through. Just a scanner. Just tricorders just going all around uh, a couple of them go over to the uh, pile of gore now puddling at the bottom of the wall there and they just you, a couple of them don't have the helmets on some of them do but ones that don't have it you can see them kind of retching okay. holding back a wretch and um, the, com- the commander goes over digs into his uh, digs into his the commander comes over digs into his armor and pulls out a spell gem and just kind of points it at it. And you start to see it dissolve and go away. And all that's left is an Isoki skeleton laying there. 
in uh, pieces. Who has mysticism? Actually, this is a good time to, before you guys give me things. Um, I went back over your character sheets when I was upgrading to these current cur uh, character sheets. It turns out when you become when you start at first level, you get a couple more skill points, and I had to divvy those up uh, as best I could, knowing your characters. So you guys do have a couple more skills that may be a little unfamiliar from your previous. Now you are 100% correct. So I have mysticism, but I don't know what my... No, don't look at this one. Look at this one. Oh. This is the old one. So I have three mysticism. Okay. Where's... where's? It's a wisdom. Okay. Uh, but as long as you have a rank in mysticism, you all can give me a mysticism check. I don't. Oren, do you not? I didn't think you did. So... Uh, Ayu and Gaia, give me mysticism checks, please. 20. Okay, 12 and 20. You just saw him cast the token spell using a spell gem. So uh, the commander does that, looks around, he's kind of got a snarl in his face. He didn't care for the smell either. Toss it over to uh, Tetsuko, and Tetsuko will just, that, that stumble catch where he'll bounce around his hands a couple times and he has it. <laughs> Thanks, commander. It was pretty gross and neither of these spellcasters would do anything about it. And, uh... What? We train killers. We're not the cleanup crew. I will say, a token spell is like... You remember Prestidigitation? Yeah. So it's the same thing. It is a cantrip. You do have access to it. I do? Don't you? I don't know. Everything's so new with these new sheets. Token spell, yeah. 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 I do have... Yeah. Oh, I could have cleaned up. Yes. <laughs> you were just being an asshole. So, uh, <laughs> well, still, I think it fits in my character. It, it I wouldn't fit. be cleaning up. You don't. No, it's, I don't it's, have it's, that. It's, it is a Technomancer spell. I just okay. I was giving Ayu a chance to look at a spell and realize he could do it. And it wouldn't have mattered anyway. You wouldn't have done it. But as you have Ayu, Ayu doesn't give means. a fuck, so he wouldn't have I probably cleaned it up. I wrote digitation next time. Oh, it's fine. Gotcha. No, but it's for my homies and you guys in the future, I might hook you up. Cool. Get a little bloody lip or a little bear on your boots. Um, builds characters. Okay, so now Tetsuko has a spell gem, and uh, unlike uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder, there aren't really spells or scrolls in this world. In Starfinder, spell gems contain the uh, the crystalline latticework of a spell. So if you are capable of casting a spell, you can hold a spell gem and use it without expending one of your spells. Um, mm -hmm. Instead of scrolls, there are something called spell ampules, which are uh, serum like you pop a serum a serum of the spell ampule and it has to be a good spell like um one of you has uh, dancing lights i do or both of you Gaia does. i think i think i, have I, think, I think both spell cast classes yes i do have dancing lights so say Oren was going to be on his own if he had a spell ampule of dancing lights he could drink it and uh, be able to cast dancing lights so mm, it's just okay. kind of how they sci-fi up spells and uh, wands and scrolls because it's cool this way. <laughs> Commander Mergen tosses the uh, spell gem and he uh, gives, a, gives a brief whistle and uh, the rest of the, the techs have finished up their work and they're just punching up stuff in their data pads. Not even looking up. They're just shuffling off out to uh, the next thing and uh, the commander looks back, looks at the cargo bay, looks at all of you swirls his cape and just walks away. What a pretty mask. What a dick. You haven't said much, Roshan. You can talk. Yeah. Okay. I haven't had anything really to say yet. Okay. A vest that can't deal with the smell of goo? 
I don't think him or his men have seen much. They probably don't get out. He's a disgrace to the Vesk. Ooh, I'm, I have fancy clothes. Ooh. I have a gym that can clean. Ooh. <laughs> now, Tetsuko holds up. I like this thing. Oh, yes? Watch this. And I point to one of the, the zombies and I do the same thing. <laughs> and he just shakes his head like, I don't know about you. I don't like to show off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a free spell gem out of it, so I guess thanks for being a dick. I'm not a dick. I'm just not the cleanup crew. I'm a trained killer. You're part of my crew now. It would be nice if you helped out a bit. I'm not a part of your crew. You literally performed a task that my crew members do, and you loaded my cargo, and you're now stowing aboard my ship for travel. Can you went to my last captain. What did you do to your last captain? They're not with us anymore. Don't piss me off. Hey, Ayu. He got you, though. You did load the crates. Yeah, I wasn't a monster like you just throwing them. It's probably because of you that they got dislodged. I was nice and slow with it. Oh, men. That's because I I'm did gonna three go of them and you did one. Pish posh, I bet you my crate wasn't the one that exploded. You let these boys have some fun. I'm going to bed. Okay. It has to be. <laughs> Instant teleportation. <laughs> you don't unlock that spell for a while. <laughs> but yes, uh, the, the day has wind has winded down. It's been a a full day. You, you are on a space station, but the space stations do try to keep a standard twenty four hour daylight cycle. Uh, daylight cycle. So yeah, Tetsuko's just gonna go along to the uh, rest of the crates and spend uh, some time drilling big, thick, ugly, scary-looking screws into the remainder of crates. I'm Should we check the crates that. to see if there's anything else? Oh, it's too else late. You already transported to your bed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, you have already left the area. He is he's climbing aboard. He isn't um, securing the ones that are already open. He's, he, he's going to avoid those for now, but the ones that didn't burst open, he is double-securing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Roshan's gotcha. gonna help him. Okay. Just with uh, securing him. Uh, uh, Tetsuko will smile, go over to a, a little alcove of the ship and toss you a drill in and some of these just ugly ass, lethal looking uh, screws. Is it, am I am I okay with actually just securing close the ones that have sure. fallen open or was he specifically? No, no, if you want, no, he's just, uh, I'm not going near those if you want to <laughs> risk it. I. Did I remember them being full of stuff? Mm-hmm. So you could yeah, they were full of, uh, I think so. I said packing peanuts in the last episode. I think <laughs> yeah, I actually said packing peanuts. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you go ahead and... Just on the off chance that there's something hiding in there, I'm going to push it up close. And Are you going to look inside? Or are you just going to... No. Okay. Just If there's something in there, it's just getting locked back in. Okay. Oh, yeah. So did nobody notice I was able to see in the dark as a human? Did nobody pick that up? Because um, I know I was I think it was dark. Yeah, but. yeah. You know, it was dark inside. The, you and Roshan were the only ones in oh, that area, yeah. so oh. only he would have known. And yeah, I don't know there. if Roshan. I turned and walked out around the corner. Remember? That's right. He did walk so away. Really so no, only you guys, as people, know, but as your characters, right. nobody yes. knows. Correct. Okay. Yep. So my secret lives. My yes. secret lives. And I just kind of go around making sure the crates are like strapped to the cargo floor. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because 
we don't need them I am, I'm laying down just listening to the strawberry cake machine. On the machine cake. Machine cake. <laughs> on the, the bay floor? On or? the bay floor. It's still playing. It, it was at a lower <laughs> volume at this point, but... Uh, next to okay, I'm weird. So I'm next to one of the skeletons. <laughs> you just You're going to lay down next to one of the clean skeletons or one of the gross skeletons? Because the two, clean, one okay. of the clean ones. Okay. And like, would you curl up like a cat next to it? Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I'm like having a full conversation with it. Do you want to play out what that conversation is like? Like just I'm like, oh, do you like this music too? The skeleton. Yes, it move. does. It does sound very good. Okay. And I just kind of walk over, kick his feet away so I can get to the crate to inspect it. Well, which one is he at? Because there was the one that there's was the over one, here. Yeah, there's the one well, at the wall, and then... The one that's up there is in pieces. Where's yeah. the one I casted it on? Like Probably right this one over so, yeah, here. Yeah, I'm over here by like, the crate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm... Cozy it up. Yeah, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, as Tetsuko starts wrapping it up, he... He kind of, a little more color comes back to his face, and he's kind of, he's bobbing his head to the music again. He's, he's getting there. He's, he's been through a thing, but he's, he's getting over it. Did you, did Oren roll his eyes, or did Jake roll his eyes? No, Oren rolled his eyes and just kind of grunted. At anyone in particular? Would just the music, music, just okay. knowing that it's still playing, <laughs> and this is not battle-worthy music. It's too happy-go-lucky for him. Tetsuko's like, after we just went through, I I, kind of need this. Uh, Tell you what, when you fly the ship, you can choose the music. How about that big guy? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'll fly it out. Oh, no, 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 no. Oren, do you want me to kill him? (laughs) Whoa, what what the hell, guys? (laughs) Do I want you to kill who? This guy, so it could be your ship. You realize we're in Absalom Station, right? <laughs> I've killed in broad daylight before. You know what I do for a human? What did I get myself uh, into? Uh, that's about all I'm saying. You don't... Leave him alone. Give me the word. <laughs> and I will handle it. Lay down and talk to your skeleton. Okay, as I was saying, bones. And Tetsuko uh, backs away... <laughs> and backs into his bridge, shuts the door, and he's just looking through the porthole, just kind of scared now. Like he thought you guys had bonded, you you guys were coming together, and Orin, you basically threatened mutiny, and I you threatened murder. <laughs> so he's just he's just, talking to a dead skeleton. Yeah, and he, Tetsuko is now as confused as I am as to <laughs> what the hell your characters are about. Um, we're a group of misfits. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They so, should not be in the Starfinders, yeah, but they're desperate, so... They are desperate. Desperate. Modern problems require modern solutions. And so time passes. Um, everything is cleaned up. Not much time has passed. He has... Uh, the ship was already booting up, as it were, while the fight was going on. So the ship is ready to go. He is um, starting ignition sequences, gets on the comm... The music has now been turned off since he's speaking. Thank God. <laughs> uh, all right. Crew of On The Morrow, prepare for liftoff. And uh, you barely feel the, the hum underneath your boots as the ship lifts off and glides out of the hangar and starts to make its departure from Absalom Station.
So, uh, can I get into the uh, fridge? Why don't you check? So I'll walk up to the door to see if he'll... Shh, shh. Nope. <laughs> door's locked. He's afraid of you guys. <laughs> he, he's great. <laughs> he's at the thing. He hears uh, you stomping at his door. He turns around. I don't know, man. I don't know. I thought we were cool. Did I let him kill you? Not yet. Wait, I'm do not... you want me to kill him? No! <laughs> <laughs> You're still on the floor? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, he's... Let me in, lock the door bar, behind right? me. Like, that's the bridge, so I, yeah. I would overhear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you have, he's shouting through, so you can hear it a bit. Uh, he can't hear you so much because you probably weren't shouting. Were you shouting? You were shouting, you want me to kill the captain of the ship. Okay. And, and Tetsuko's oh just... just Penning, and, as and, he, and I, I just shake my head at yep. uh, Ayu. Tetsuko is a seasoned pilot of a ship. He is piloting the ship away. He basically got in, he's one handing it, and then the other hand in his data pad, he's sending a message out to Radazam. <laughs> what the fuck did you get me into? Basically, what the fuck <laughs> did you get me into? <laughs> if I don't come back. <laughs> and we're going to end this episode with you guys departing from Absalom Station. He's going to start gearing up his astrogation computer, start dialing in coordinates. He's decided to not travel within the drift, so this is gonna take this may take a little bit longer to get to the planet of Octurn and find out how that goes next time. And there we have it. The Hexgrid heroes are finally off the space station and are headed for an alien world. Very excited to see what's coming next. I'd like to thank Joe Boddix on Twitter for providing the name for the best commander of the stewards, Grips Mergen. If you'd like to provide an NPC name or create a little character to show up in our show, hit us up on social media. We are at Hexgrid Heroes at Twitter and Instagram. And if you go to our Twitter and follow the link, you can join our Discord. It's uh, small, but it's slowly growing. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what characters you're liking, where you'd like to see us go next, and if you're familiar with the system, let me know how good I did with integrating the uh, established settings, because I'm, I'm always curious if people are digging those. And as a bonus, here's a little teaser promo for a D&D 5e podcast I've been enjoying a lot. A couple people that I do podcasts with elsewhere are in it and run it, and it's called On the Shoulder. It's uh, D&D 5th edition, completely homebrew, and it all takes place underwater. It's it's brilliant, the, the characters are hilarious. The, uh, the sound and the music is just spot on. I love it so much. So here it is on the shoulder. Greetings, soggy boys. Do you like water? Do you like mermaids? What about sea elves or reverse mermaids? If you do, come listen to On the Shoulder, a D&D podcast hosted by me. And then there's these other two people. They're pretty cool. Come on down to www.necropodicon.com. See you later. I see what you did there. See? It's good. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs>